Welcome to Gaudy Positive. It's me, Jenny Zagrino. I'm a comedian. And I'm Kat Eves, and I'm a stylist. And, and this, this is Gaudy Positive. Positive. Why did we say it twice? You were like, this is Gaudy Positive, and then we just did it. It's like Well, our, I think we got the musicality in the we second just, time. I know. We just know. We just, it's like a thing, or you just automatically do it. Like Can, Pavlovian I just, or something. I just do it. I just, yeah. I'm a dog. Um, I do want to say, Before. this is the first time... Since 2020, since uh-huh. February 2020, that I've broken out the Zoom hey. and the microphones, and we've done in person, and we have a guest. I mean, this is a big first yeah. for everyone. Hello. Oh, who was saying that? Yeah. <laughs> who was it? Is that the hilarious, very funny, amazing comedian Jasmine Ellis? Hi. I'm Hello. so excited to be here. You, for, you just forgot vivacious and lovely, but it's Vivacious fine. and lovely. That's true. Also in a great, great color scheme today. Thank you. I always feel a little weird when I wear light colored, comfortable clothes. Like it kind of gives me like mental hospital a little bit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because it's like, it's a little beige. It's a little, uh-huh. like, it, it, it kinda, it's, it's a little, I don't know. Like I'm kind of scared that people are going to think I have on grippy socks when they see like this much beige together. <laughs> I call it pharmaceutical commercial shake. Yes. That's what it is. I think it's, I think it's yeah. good. I think it looks yeah. cute. Neutral. Thank you. Yeah. You got yes. some. Do you like my crop real? I was actually going to say I liked it and want to know where you got it. Uh, Old Navy. All right. I'm an Old Navy Rewards <laughs> member. It's, it's the most disgustingly heterosexual thing about me. That's, it's like, <laughs> it is, it really is. It's also very, it feels like a very Texas so thing funny. about you. Let me explain. Look, me and my husband needed to get some winter clothes so I could go to Salt Lake City to record a Mormon oh. comedy special. And so, no. <laughs> Did you really? Yes. And we That's didn't hilarious. have coats. We didn't we didn't have puffer jackets. So That's <laughs> hilarious. And they really convinced us for the twenty percent off. And I mean it really pays for itself. I get ten dollars old navy cash every time I show to the other day so <laughs> i'm sorry to, i don't mean to derail this conversation no no, no i don't want you to derail but it. this is how like far deep i got down my like light colored separates thing is i was <laughs> i was in texas i was in austin and it was like a shockingly hot day it was like 80 degrees and i was wearing my regular work like my black driving outfit and there was no tent on my rental car and so i pulled into an old navy and i said i'm gonna buy the cheapest light colored anything i can find yeah and then, so i like i spent 12 dollars and got a a full outfit which is like just a problem <laughs> there's no way anyone's being paired paid safely or whatever for that but i paid 12 dollars and then changed in the bathroom and i'm sure like, i'm sure everyone thought i was insane like oh I'm my god like, changing clothes. amazing I've, I've done i've done those quick like on the road everything i'm wearing smells or my baggage got lost and then you're just like i, I need underwear this, I need it now, yes. and I will change in the bathroom. The sun was beaming on me; like it was just so hot, I could feel like my skin like itching, and I was just, I just need, a, I just need a shirt that's white. And then I was like, ooh, white sweatpants, and I was just mm. walked out in a, white sweatpants, white shirt, yeah, like white scrunchie, Kanye wow. move. This is very Kanye. Yeah. Very, where, what is very this, Kanye. Miami? Yes, like. it, it felt very like I was going to his church on the hill. Like, yes. <laughs> can you yes. imagine if you're just an employee in that old navy, and you're like, I think that lady just joined a cult in the bathroom yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you sorry were, we're gonna have to go get baptized if that was, gonna change here. i feel like if that was in la nobody would think twice they'd be like no. oh she's going to yoga like she's that's like yoga. she's you going know, to a white party she's going to a white party <laughs> i went to my first white party recently by the way oh how really? was it uh it was good i got uh, makeup on my dress before i even walked out the door so 
But as a stylist, I was prepared, which really just With your means, Tide pen? Yeah. No, I don't actually use a Tide pen. I don't think they work very well. No, I don't either. Life hack. Don't use a Tide pen. I did not know yeah. why people go to white parties. <laughs> so like, well, I mean, they like do at a resort in uh, the Dominican Republic. There's technically yeah. two different type of white parties. <laughs> there's one you want to go to and one you do not want to go to. Yeah, I'm used to like okay, like it's usually the Fourth of July weekend or it's usually Memorial Memorial Day weekend. Like older black people love to have these like all white linen yacht party situations. Yes. <laughs> Always with the like the white fedora. Like it's just it's a it's a look. It, mm-hmm. Everyone looks like Ron Isley. Like it's. <laughs> It's, Perfect. it's an old pimp kind of look. So I'm just like. I mean, sounds fantastic. Sign me up. I'm imagining but... it right right now. It's weird because yeah, that's know. exactly what I wore to the white party. That was it. Linen yeah. pants and the, yeah. the button down. No. no. I did rent the runway, though. And a lot of people don't know that rent the runway now goes up to like, I think it's like size 22 or that's 24. Awesome. Maybe 26. Yeah. I stopped at like a 12. Because I, I know. looked before and been like, this is disappointing. We can't all wear the same gold sequins dress. <laughs> I mean, it's always a gold sequins It's always dress. a gold sequins sequin Isn't it? Do you want gold or you want silver? There's no other choice. <laughs> I know. Or navy. Do you want wear the same mother of the bride navy lace dress yep, yep. that's I where the top to, the top part is lace yep. yeah and the bottom three is quarters sleeve on it yep. yep i had to find um so for new year's eve this year in new orleans dulce dulce sloan was um presenting hey so was it in the mic still that was i definitely heard it wait what was it did you burp again <laughs> I, I, I was like what the fuck was that before we started y'all i burped directly in jenny's ear you like, know what she's the only one with headphones on right now <laughs> I can't believe you did it again, Jess. Oh my God, gaseous and clashes. Um, <laughs> oh, I call myself gaseous clay sometimes. <laughs> like before bed, I'm like, oh, my husband will be like, "How are you feeling?" And I'm like, gaseous clay is in the house. Oh, oh yes. <laughs> Hold on, real quick. Since I am the only one with headphones, guys, when you laugh, turn your heads to the oh, whole suit. Okay. <laughs> I mean, like laugh screaming in your face. A little bit, a little bit. I gotta figure out how to actually work this. Listen, <laughs> I've had this thing for four years. Just like, be don't less know how to funny. And it won't be a problem. Just don't laugh. That is true. Just won't laugh. That at is all. true. Um, that just makes me want to laugh more, though. Usually, that's don't what do it. No, but I went to my first white party. It was, it was, uh, you know, the the thing is about it is that there's dinner, and so then everybody's like, okay, Why? napkins. And you know, when you're a fat woman wearing wearing a napkin on your dress, you just feel like, okay, well, somebody <laughs> just take my photo already. Just get it over with. Like, we just put my headless body on some. Right. Exactly. Just. Get the film ready so you can put me on the five o'clock news. Like, you know, what did they serve? Uh, it was it, well. So I was at a resort in the Dominican Republic for a retreat. It's actually called a retreat. It's a vacation retreat. We okay. all know what you think of instead. Yeah, it was a little um, vaginal retreat. A vagina yeah. treat. Yeah. yeah, yeah, a little treat for your vagina. Which yeah. you know, not inaccurate in some ways, right? I mean, I don't know. Actually, I don't. Ha- I don't have any way to follow that up. But. Yeah. <laughs> I'd rather have a treat than a monologue. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that for somebody, true. somebody could have. I the people who worked at this resort, there there were some men. Uh, one of my friends got dick pics first day from men who worked at this resort. So I mean, somebody could have been having a butt treat <laughs> that for is sure. A treat. I was like, man, it's it was so it was funny. It was at Club Med, which is French, and so it's a lot of really thin French women. Mm-hmm. I saw uh, like it was so funny because our group was all plus size women, and mm-hmm. so. Um, 
it was we were just like the group of fat people like the we were like the token fat people but like all together in one place you know and then there was one fat french woman and everybody in our group was like did you see her oh yeah orange bathing suit totally like yeah. <laughs> it was like at what point do we invite her to party like it was just did y'all approach her mean girls now like we'd like to invite you to sit with us for the rest of the white party. Right. I wish. I wish we had. I got too nervous. I almost did, but she was honestly so fucking fabulous. Yes. I like couldn't find my words. Oh. I was literally like, Bonjour. Uh, je suis uh, gato. Yeah, gato. Uh, excusez moi. <laughs> that's it. That's all I would. That's, that's as far as my French goes. That's yeah. That's. I think. I don't think. Gato is not even cat. That's Spanish. No, anyway. I said just we. I said just because oh. in French, you, like they do when they do the French accent, they go a lot of uh at the end. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's right. Uh. That's the secret to it. It's just do a lot of uh. Yeah. Uh. I don't know. I don't speak French. Je suis in. I don't know. I don't know any words. I did you decide said one, though. Two, like I just said I am, and then I quit. You yeah. said, I am one, two, uh, <laughs> uh, je suis une, je, je, uh okay. <laughs> and they're like, okay, cool, cute. Je that's, ne comprends pas. That's cute. Je ne comprends I pas. Yeah. I yeah. I just would speak Spanish back to anybody who spoke French to me because that's all I got. I'm like, maybe this translates. I don't know. <laughs> Ça vient bien. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Excusez-moi, où est le restaurant Oh, and then hey. you would say, "Hola, hola, hola." <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Ole, ole, ole. <laughs> Which means with milk, with milk, with milk. Right. <laughs> I know. I was like, I took, I took four years in French, and my parents are Creole, so like I know a little. But it's like it's funny with when I retain, but I'm always too embarrassed because I'm like, I'm sure my accent sounds like gibberish. Oh, mine is garbage. <laughs> oh my god. Oh no. It's such trash. My Spanish is my Spanish accent is already bad. Like my French accent, don't even try. Like just don't, don't even try. I think the Maryland gets in the way. But do you? Okay, so you're from Texas, right? Uh-huh. And did you grow up in Texas? So I'm from Texas, but both my parents are from Louisiana. My mom's from mm. Lafayette. My dad's from Thibodeau. So I'm a first gen Texan, and I was born and raised in the Arlington Fort Worth area, like kind of near Dallas. Yeah. And I lived there until I was like 27, and then I moved to Austin. What do you miss about uh, Texas? What do you miss about Texas oh, being in LA now? So much. Um, I you, you brought up the uh, brought up such an interesting oh, this is subject. It. So this is, <laughs> is okay, it? because I I wrote on my vision board this year fall in love with LA. Oh. I've got to like make myself be invested in being here. But you gotta remember, I moved in September 2020. So like like fuck in my okay, in <laughs> my stupid stupid mind, I thought LA was gonna like. I thought because LA was a place that was more liberal, people would be more into like vaccines and science. Oh, so th- <laughs> and so things would open safely faster, mm-hmm. as opposed to just like having to do continuous shutdowns because people won't follow. Because the people outside yeah. of LA are like, "Fuck this!" Yes, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, oh yeah. yeah, with my layover in Texas yesterday, I was like, "Whoa, there's a lot of noses with real aversions to masks. Oh, like my- everybody's got slippery nose syndrome <laughs> over it's here." The ha- you know what drives me insane? When I see an N95 mask under a nose. Uh, how? how? What's it's even built the point? To go over the nose. You're like bending. <laughs> you're intentionally bending it. Yes. One time, I put on a mask under my nose just out of curiosity. I was like. How does this feel? And I was like, you can fucking feel this. Yeah. I thought all this time I thought it was just slipping and they didn't know. They know. They know. Yeah. Of course they, they know. They don't care. So 
it was like you know I for COVID reasons I was like I thought I, I really thought LA was gonna be like mm. getting it popping no so I yeah. was here for like a month and the second shutdown happened and I was just like super depressed because like my day job was well you didn't ask me any of this um well you asked me what <laughs> I haven't I, yet ask you anyway <laughs> you asked me tell what me I anyway about Texas. okay <laughs> okay two things um I think there's better food in Texas I okay. do uh, okay. I think. Californians will get in a line for anything. <laughs> like y'all, you will just stand in a line. I mean, there's always a line at the tennis racket fixing place in our neighborhood. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't know who plays that much tennis. Yeah, oh. who's there's breaking the their rackets that so much? So there's a, like an old tennis racket place in, in Atwater, and it, there's always a line for people huh. to fix their rackets. And I'm just like, what? <laughs> yeah. will there's no up. courts anywhere near here. Y'all will line up for anything, um, and everyone has like kind of like. DIY schedules so it's busy everywhere you go all the time uh-huh. I kind of love how Texas is very 9 to 5 so if you're not a 9 to 5 mm-hmm. you know you can just walk around and empty Ross um, <laughs> I miss people opening doors for me um, mm. somebody opened the door for me today and I was like oh my gosh wow um, you know I know it's like put on and fake niceness per se, but I, I do think it comes from a genuine place of like I just feel like Texans were nosy, but we have like a base level of respect for one another. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm not saying LA people are disrespectful, but it's kind of like everyone's just they're they have so much going on that they're yeah. just kind of focused on survival. Yeah, I get that. You know, yeah, what New was... York and LA are survival cities where it's like, yeah, people are disrespectful not because they don't like you, but they're just like, I fucking I ain't got time. Yeah, it, it is so funny when. Oh my gosh, I was at Ulta yesterday and this little girl got like within an inch of me to get in front of me where I was reaching. And I said, oh, excuse me. And I'm just like, I do this all day. Like no one ever says excuse me. And then when you say excuse me in LA, people turn and go, what, what's up? Like they think you want something from them. Yeah. Because they're like, what's the point in saying excuse me if I don't need something? Right. Yeah. And this lady, I, okay, I'm a bad person for this, but Uh if you won't say excuse me, I won't move. Oh, I will. I have great peripheral vision. I've done this. I have great hearing. <laughs> I hear you. I see you. I smell you. I know you want to get by me, but you haven't fucking spoke. And right. I hear we use words. <laughs> and it's like, and I, and I heard you on your phone, so I know you're not non. I know you're not a nonverbal person oh who needs assistance. God. I know you are not handicapped in any capable or, or, or differently abled in any way, shape, or form. I know you're just rude because I peep game. So I'm gonna make you speak. This lady today, I watched her like scoot her stroller, and I was like, "No, I'm reading this astrology book." <laughs> and then she was oh, like, my God. I, I'm, "I need to get around you," and I was like, "Oh, I'm so sorry. I'll move right out of your way. Excuse me." Well, you know, just speak. Just I've speak. I, in the air. You know when that comes out really hard for me is in airports. Mm. Like at an airport, I I have this like extra little incredible Hulk inside of me. That just gets really wound up whenever somebody like tries to cut in line in front of me or, you know, like bumps into me or like it's clear that they're not going to move. But one of us needs to move. I don't move anymore. Yeah. And the reason I don't move anymore, especially on sidewalks and especially when it's white men. Yeah. Because (laughs) I feel like as a fat woman, I've learned so much to try to adapt into other people's spaces that now I'm like, no, 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 no. I know you see me. I'm big. 
Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm big. I, you can see me. I wear bright colors a lot. Like, <laughs> yeah. I think I'm it's not one of those intrinsic in. things where people believe whoever is like down the next totem pole from them socially should yeah. get out of their way. Yeah. It's no. like white men do it to you, white women do it to me. Mm-hmm. And it's just, and I, I am not mover for a white lady. Um, like just, thin, thin women do it to me. Yeah. And, and also, I'm always like, mm-hmm. I was right here. Yeah. And I'll say it out loud too. Yeah. I was right here. I'm in line. I'm just. I'm I'm real bad with the passive aggressive. Excuse me. Mm. My gosh. <laughs> I was just looking at this thing that you took out of my hand. Excuse me. That feels very southern. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's like right along the lines of bless your heart. That's yes. like bless your heart territory. Oh god. Well, I was just in Atlanta and was talking to my friend about this just about like I love Atlanta. I love it. It's great, but it just like it, it is just such a different culture than it is here. And it is so, this place is just so, it's also very temporary, this place. Mm-hmm. Because you come here for a bit to make it or do whatever. And most people don't really plan on staying or mm. they're like always moving. And like, I mean, we're on tour all the time. Yeah. So I'm like not even really here. Yeah. It's still very temporary for me. Like, I'm just like, oh, my stuff's here. Right. <laughs> you right. know? So I think that is just versus like Atlanta or Texas you're like I live here oh, this yeah. is my place yeah oh yeah it's something I mean I think it's something like 80% of people like most Americans stay in whatever state they were born in right and that's just kind of what's expected you like mm-hmm. that's why people get married younger there you know mm-hmm. like I was kind of an old maid to get married at 29 yeah in in Texas and being here I'm like the only married person I know like right yeah. <laughs> right <laughs> No, it's true. It's funny. Like, I mean, I'm from Maryland and it's like, it's very, also anytime I talk about being from Maryland, I suddenly get like just a hint more Southern, like just a hint, just not from California all of a sudden. I'm I'm from Maryland. Dude, I was in Tennessee and I just, you can't help it, but just be like, hey y'all, how's everyone doing? It's true. I love being in Tennessee. And then at one point I was like, I don't sound like this at everybody. I don't sound like this. I'm from Minnesota. I don't sound like this. I just want you guys to know this is not who I am. Yeah. I, I, hey, it's snowing here, ain't that very, crazy? You get a little fortune femster in you. And, uh. I have whatever disease it is where you kind of like, you can't help but pick up accents a teeny bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Regional accents get me because I was in New York for like, when I was there for your dating, I was there for like four days. And by the third day, this guy was standing too close to me and I was like, dude, you're mad close. Mm. You're, you're mad close fan. Like you're, <laughs> I've never said mad in my life. <laughs> but he was, Oh my god! Uh, I'm too adaptable to slang. Uh, like I hear, she looks around, starts calling things "tiggity boo." Like, <laughs> what is "tiggity boo"? I've never heard that in my life. I don't know if I remember what it means. What is it? <laughs> no, "tiggity boo." I think is really like. I think it's. Well, no, I was thinking of like Bumble. Like it's very like you know you ever hear like oh this is straight Bumble fuck like this is real country. Uh uh-uh. uh. Really out in the middle of nowhere. That's another one. I, I learned this. I learned fuck. these from my my Wait, New York. Wait, yeah, friends. Bumble fuck. Yeah, I've heard. Yeah, Bumble fuck. And tickety boo. If you didn't tell me the context, I would have thought a bumble fuck was like someone you met on Bumble and fucked. Like I would have thought this was a less than three-year-old <laughs> nope. expression. Life no, changes, bumble man. fuck is like you're out in the middle of nowhere. Is being out in the middle. Just, bumble fuck. I'm gonna say bum fuck nowhere. Like yeah, nowhere. bum oh. fuck. What's another like out in the middle of boonies? It's always yeah. with a B. Yeah. Um, okay, so believe it or not, uh, Miriam Webster has a definition for tickety boo, which I did not know. What until is the it? Second. I was like, I'm just going to look up the Urban Dictionary. No, Miriam is here and she says tickety boo means it's fine, it's okay, everything's going to be tickety boo eventually. Oh. I'm, oh. I'm going to use it. 
it is says that a southern actually, term? It says it's actually British, but I've only heard like my New York friends say it. That's crazy. I've yeah. never heard anyone say tickety boo before Hilarious. in my life. Never. Thanks for Hilarious. thanks for showing You're us welcome. the way. <laughs> but I want to circle back though to this, like you put on your vision board that you want to love LA. Yeah. Yes. And how is that going for you? Because you came here before and it's not going great. <laughs> oh no. Well, okay. So like one thing that's helped is like just trying to go around more, visit different things. I went to the Grammy Museum. That was fun. Nice. Yes. Uh, and then I saw this huge billboard for a show I got rejected from. Um, Which show? No, I can't talk about it. Well, I guess I can. You can. I wasn't, you I wasn't can sign an NDA. I wasn't even that close up. But you know, it was like my yeah. first audition. So it was just funny to be like, what if? Mm. Oh girl, get used to it yes glow the entire season oh, no. oh was it hard when i tried out like... for two roles on glow Which the lead roles? role and then the wolf role wolf girl wolf girl that oh. gross and i made a whole video i made a costume i remember oh. going to get purple lipstick with you for yep that. i made this oh. giant costume i took apart this vintage fur coat made this thing mm-hmm. then i was on a farm because i was on the on the road and so i just filmed myself chasing miniature ponies <laughs> Okay, but you know casting yeah. loved that. You know shit. they loved. That's the thing. Is like um, I'm. No, I'm like, of course I didn't get it, but I'm like, but that was the fucking most fun audition I ever did. <laughs> was it like? And then I had like me yelling at the camera. So it was me yelling at the camera because they were just like, you have to just do like a wrestler thing, uh, of like wrestlers being like, I'm here to kill you, Hulk Hogan or whatever. <laughs> so I did that. And over the over me chasing miniature ponies, I am and getting chased by sheep because they will fuck you up. Sheep will fuck you up. I'm dying to see this day. Yeah, I still have it. I have it. This is amazing. Oh my god. Oh, spectacular. So glow, marvelous Miss Maisel. Tried out for two parts on that one. Was never gonna get it. Um, fucking. uh, There's. I mean, the list is just. Yeah endless of all yeah. the things I've tried out for that didn't get. And I'm just gonna, I've got to get used to that. I think what it is is for, for me, it's like, this is what I struggle with, is because I'm here specifically for the purpose of air quotes making it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you get to a certain point in comedy where <laughs> unless I like get 100 million followers on Instagram or TikTok, I've got to get on TV so I can be sure. the girl from something, you know? Mm-hmm. Sure. And so I need to get cast, but like I wouldn't be here if I wasn't trying to get cast. Mm-hmm. So then I see every day as like, this is an opportunity to focus on the thing. And I'm just, I'm not like, it's hard because like, I'm like not from somewhere that sucks. You're doing this, you're <laughs> doing the thing, but I will say as a person that does the thing that I'm about to say that you're doing, you're doing the thing where you're not here. Yeah. And then, and you're, and I do it. I do it. Like this month is like Jenny's not leaving month of like, I'm in LA. I'm going to be ingrained. Like, but I get it also too. Cause we're always like, fuck I need to leave and tour or else I'm never gonna make any money and I think but I think actually what I've noticed is that the times when I actually do stay stuff shows up Mm, and it's the same thing if you have enough faith to make the vision board you have to have enough faith that if you stay stuff will come yes that's just my little pep talk for you yeah on that pandemic stuff has also made it weird right like you're not getting we're not going out to parties or you know grabbing coffee with people and uh the way that we would or way we did before i did go to a club this weekend for the very first time hey since my first club in la and my first club post pandemic which like a dance club yeah a dance club and it was well it was um it was a bar that had a dance floor type of situation which one it's this place called 
Rush Street in Culver City. And it was a cool vibe. I don't know if you know Chenadu Unaka. Yeah, I it love was, him. Yeah, it was his birthday, little like a small kickback, laid back gathering. Everything was cool. And then, uh oh. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I was dancing with my husband, and oh, then he yes. went to the bathroom. This, this is a shitty story. I'm sorry. Oh, no. May, I was by myself for like a second on the dance floor, but I was like, ooh, they're playing Trina, you know, pull over the ass, too fat. So I was having a good time <laughs> enjoying myself, and this guy, like, he starts like inching towards me. So I turned my, I turned to like face him. So like, we're not, I'm not going to grind on you. We're going to have, you want to dance battle? We can have fun, you know? Yeah. And at first we're fun, but then he like tries to grab my wrist and I uh-uh. pull back and I go, don't grab me like that. You cool? We're cool. And I high five. Like, <laughs> I'm trying to high five. I'm going to be like, wow. hey, super not interested. Yep. But have a great night. You know, trying to diffuse the situation. Keep myself safe. And mm-hmm. this couple next to me had like seen it. And I was like, okay. And I kind of like turn and face them for a second, and then I feel this arm come around me. No, no, no. And this guy kind of put me in a chokehold and was like what? pulling me back. Uh, I don't think he like I don't know what he was thinking, but he like was like he was choking me, and he kind of pulled me back. And Jenadu uh, was like, "What the fuck are you doing, man?" Like and like pulled him like kind of off of me, like. And I didn't see the whole rest of the situation, but he like talked to him and handled it. Mm. Yeah, was so, this a was this a comedian? Mm. Uh, no, I'd never seen this man before. He was just some dude, some mm. dude at the club, and. Uh. Um, yeah, it was fucking scary. Shit, no, that thank was, you. It was really kind of scary that my husband got back and, like, the couple was like, Are you, what the fuck was that? Yeah. What the hell was that? And I was like, I have no idea. And it was so funny because Jeanette was like, do you know that man? I was like, absolutely not. Oh, my God. Not. <laughs> That's intense. <laughs> oh. That is very intense. So <gasps> my husband comes out and he's like, are you okay? And I tell him, he's like, who? but I really just did not want to point him mm-hmm. out. And then I shared yeah. this story on TikTok, and of course, everyone in the comments were like, your husband didn't beat his ass. But I'm thinking, like, <laughs> what is that going to solve? You know what I mean? Then, yeah. yeah, and then your husband gets arrested. That right. guy gets arrested. Yes. Like, I yeah. just And then also it was like... The cops will arrest anybody now. Yes, They're just they like... <laughs> yeah, it's true. They so, arrest yeah. first, ask questions later. And then, like, yep. I also... There was, like, a lot of, like, comics that I liked there and, like, wanted to get... To, I didn't want to get that person who brought a bunch of drama yeah. to this situation. Yeah. And I hate that I felt that way, but... So, anyways, yeah, I was trying to in- fall in love with California and, and got choked out on the dance guy. floor. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> That's unpleasant, yeah. <laughs> that is very unpleasant and not cool, but... Yeah. Uh, there maybe we just don't go to club, don't go to dance. We're too old to go to dance clubs. It was, I mean, everybody. <laughs> that you're saying there were. That's your takeaway, yes, Jenny. Stay you away know what? from you dance clubs. You shouldn't have been there. Your age is too high. There were multiple people <laughs> celebrating 36 birthdays. Yes, I, it was I, an old spot. Oh, I right. Knew every song they were like, hey. that Trina song I just told you about was 20 years old. Like perfect. Like, I was perfect. in the right spot for middle-aged people. <laughs> yeah. It was a lot of swaying. We're not middle-aged. Yes, we are. No. We're yes, pretty, we are. We're so getting at 60. Did you want to say we're too old for a club? Then call yourself middle-aged. I know, Standing. Jenny. No. All right. All right. <laughs> no, I mean, you, I'm 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 at the age where I'm going to go to cigar places. Your cigar bars? <laughs> what a cigar bar. I cannot think of, I'm sorry, but like, and I love Monica Lewinsky, but I still cannot think of cigars the right way at all anymore. That's it. Cigars are you ruined forever. Good Thanks, for Monica Lewinsky. Or made better she the president put a cigar in her vagina yeah that's a thing that's a thing that happened why yeah i mean and and no judgment 
No judgment. You know, your kink is your kink. I just will never I mean, look I at I don't think that was her kink. I think that was his kink. Right. No, I wasn't judging her either, but like I meant no judgment to That sounds whatever. awful and really painful. It doesn't sound good. Yeah. Sounds bad. I don't think it was lit, if that makes you feel <laughs> better. I need to know. I he said painful. <laughs> he didn't put a cigar out on her pussy. Yeah, no, he didn't he put it out. put it in. Just, yeah. He just put it in. He just wanted to see if it would fit. I don't know. I have no... What's the reason? <laughs> if it fits, I fit. I mean... <laughs> You know, oh, no. but you know what? On the topic though, of his dick is the size of a very maybe he's like, is this about the same? I know we've never really gotten conclusive. Yeah, no one we? talked about what his dick looked like. Right. Anyways, <laughs> I mean, if this was today, that would be all the talk. Everybody be like, what is it? Let's talk about what he's packing. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, but on the subject of age, this is a nice thing. I wanted to talk about the fact that uh, apparently, so the so Euphoria, mm-hmm. we love it. I get a lot of inspiration from it. There's a lot of times where I'm like, there's a plus size character named Kat who's really into style. I was like, this is on the fucking nose, you guys. Oh, they found you. They know you. They found me. I'm all, yes, Mr. Levinson, I'm right here if you need me. (laughs) Um, But, 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 but people, apparently there's, there's talk swirling about the fact that like people are just realizing that the costume designer is not like a 25 year old or a 22 year old or whatever. And they're like, Oh my God, she's a 40 year old woman. Oh, a 40 year old white woman, which whatever, you know, but like 40 is apparently just like so old. And it was really funny to me because I know that I thought that for so long, like, you know, mm-hmm. you did in your twenties, you thought 40 was old. Like thirties was like around the corner, mm-hmm. a little bit older, but then like 40 was like, that's when you're old. Yeah. And now I'm 37. <laughs> And I'm like, fuck you. Why is it surprising that she's 40? <laughs> but and also, by the way, her name is Heidi uh Bevins and she's she's she dates Justin Thoreau. Like Ooh, Oh okay. shit. Okay. Like, Hello. I mean I, you know, she used to be with W magazine. Like she's mm-hmm. she's been around the block for a minute. Like I Gen Z is very funny with their ageism because they yes. stand in everything else. They're like, they're like, I'm, I'm anti every type of ism, blah, blah, blah. But like, they're so ageist. Oh my God. They're oh, upset. Yeah. And I feel kind of bad for them because a lot of them have internalized this ideology that they are going to dry up and turn into prunes in the wind at right. 25. So like when they see any, cause I get this a lot from like younger people who follow me will just be like, you look so good for 32. I would have yeah. never thought you were 32. <laughs> And it's just like 32 does not look as old as you think it does. No. I think part of it, though, is because, okay, like you, you said you're 37. Yeah. You're 34, right? 35. 35. You just are 35. Yeah. It was your 35th birthday? January 8th. And you had COVID on your 35th. I had COVID yeah. and I. I know you had COVID on wept a milestone. Three times that day. Damn. Yeah. Girl. Hard tears. Damn. Therapy by myself with my mother. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Ugh. Well, what I was going to I forgot where I was going. Okay, so like I feel like Arjun and younger and, and older, we had this, when we were coming up, we would idealize people who were a little older than us. Mm-hmm. So we mm-hmm. look at like, I would look at Beyonce and be like, ooh, when I'm 35, I'm going to have my shit together. Yeah, You know, I'm gonna, I would look at that and see people in a positive light. Mm-hmm. And then social media wasn't a real thing. Social media was like social in the sense of I'm socializing with people I know in real life. So there's no celebrities on the social yeah. media. Yeah. Meanwhile, now it's like they see people their own age and younger who are like millionaires in matching stupid tie-dye sweatsuit hyped house nonsense (laughs) YouTube trash and they're making a like a a killing at that and they think that the commodity that they have there is youth 
Yeah. I have to stay young. I have to stay right. Yeah. I also can just real quick. I also yeah. think just to add to that, they with with TikTok and social media and with the pandemic, they've seen firsthand that we in our age group have no fucking idea what we're doing. Right. The older ones don't know what the fuck like that. Mm-hmm. No one. So they're probably on this island being like, no, there's no actual adults in the room. No right. one knows what the fuck they're doing. And we are like the tastemakers now, so point. there you go. That's a, yeah. I think Gen Z. It's so funny because people keep trying to pit Gen Z and millennials against each other, and I don't. Th- I think millennials mostly are like, I don't know what's wrong. I like Gen Z. They're fine. Yeah. But like, there is this thing where I think now I'm realizing it might be they might be looking at us like. No, a lot of them enjoy <laughs> bullying Gen. They enjoy bullying millennials. Yeah. It is a hobby for them. I saw yeah. this one very stupid little TikTok where a girl was like, "R.I.P. to the dumb girlies." Maybe she didn't say dumb, but she said, "R.I.P. to the girlies with rose gold engagement rings." Oh, and it's just like, first of all, bitch, ain't nothing ever gonna be timeless. Yeah. Whatever dumbass ring right. you choose, in ten years, someone else will think it's tacky. So pick right. what you like. Like, just pick what you like. Shut up. But they're, like, so obsessed with trends. And it's, like, it's one I of their know. favorite. I just, I see a lot of, like, I'm going to humble people who are older than me by making them feel insecure about something that they like. Yeah. Leather jackets over, you know. And it's, <laughs> I just, and they don't even, like, they won't even embrace the concept of things being timeless or just, or, like, personal style is just liking what you like. Right. Yeah. But if they keep moving the goalposts and they really, it's, it just feels like Gen Z style is just purposely choosing whatever a millennial won't want to wear well, so I they mean, can create some distance because you know what 25 yeah. doesn't look that different than 32 but unless no. you have on giant stupid pants well not anymore <laughs> not with like not with like we're in jinkos it's a different vibe <laughs> it's true you know it's funny though too i think that's part of the reason why people, so many people are like you wore big pants you look very personal well you know what i had such thick thighs and when i wore jinkos they just looked like they fit they were just <laughs> they were like flares they were just they were just wide leg pants just normal ass wide leg pants uh it's that's a true story um no you know uh I think the thing that's kind of funny about that too is like that's why it's so funny to me that they're so shocked that Heidi is for is a woman in her 40s because yeah it's like uh there is this assumption too that the people who are telling them what to wear and I did this too you know I, I of course like when I got my Delia's catalog I didn't assume that it was another 13 year old picking out what we're gonna wear <laughs> But like, you know, but like at the same time, alpha 13 year old. Right. Right. (laughs) But like the point is like it's millennial. It's still millennials and Gen Xers who are actually deciding what those trends are. I actually don't think that the Gen Zer know what um, working at a job is and owning a career. Like, of course, it's a 40 year old woman because she's been in the business. Yeah. Like you're going to be like. Oh, that, that intern over there? Yeah. Come on, you're 22. Let's dress euphoria. Like yeah. It's, no, a fucking of course. When you are looking at trends and you're looking at who's running things, like it's people who are who are mostly millennials and, and Gen Xers. It's, a, it's adult people. Yeah, it's adults. Adults are the, still the ones who are coming up with those trends. It's just that, like, you know, they're also trend spotting and looking at, like, what is the, you know, somebody's 13-year-old daughter wearing or whatever and then yeah. making those decisions. But it's just, not, you know. It's also just interesting of of um you'd think that with as much as people know now about like how the sausage is made in Hollywood mm-hmm. that they burped. They would understand that um all of those overnight successes and like tastemakers and all that stuff have an, an entire team behind them mm-hmm. making decisions and they make maybe 50% of the choices for themselves. Right. And they don't like it's it's just like it's it's hard to explain that to people 
Well, I remember hearing even, and it's like, it's such a different relationship. I'm not working with people who are on euphoria. So it's like a different story. Right. But yeah. it, I remember, you know, hearing the story of somebody who's a very famous A-lister whose name I won't say, mm-hmm. who, um, I'll tell you afterwards, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. who Secrets. caused Secrets. a lot of tension between her stylist and her, de- and the designer. So her stylist would come up with the concept and then her designer would actually make it all. And there was this this tension because she would she was started like taking her looks into her back into her own hands and there was a point where she was making last minute calls where then the stylist was having to scramble the designer was having to scramble to change things because she had up to that point really just gone along with what everybody was saying and then she was like wait a second i uh, this is me i'm i want to run the show i want to choose what i'm gonna look like yeah and um uh, I remember there just being like a lot like people were the stylist was not happy about it. The stylist was like very much like this is my vision. Mm. And so I think that's the other thing that people don't realize is like how much those people who you see out there who you love and adore are also somebody else's vision. Mm-hmm. Like they're not even just completely. It's not that's not to say that people don't have some autonomy and that they aren't creative in their own right. It's just that like there are so many people making decisions for that one person. You know? that, is, that is amazing because there are people where I'm always like, oh, I love their sense of style. I'm like, do they even have one? Right. Yeah. Is it the cultivation of like a publicist and two different stylists? Mm-hmm. Right. And, yeah. Know? Well, and then sometimes there's a vision coming from the show that they want to carry out afterwards. You know, like what I was starting to talk about this earlier, but when uh, I was doing New Year's for uh, with Dulce, uh, the request came in pretty early that they wanted her to match Don Lemon uh, and he was going to wear a navy sequin jacket. And so... I knew that I was like, oh, fuck, navy sequins and plus size, like mother of the bride, mother of the bride, mother yeah. of the bride. Like yes. that's, that's the options, you know. And so we actually had a custom jacket made. And then the weather for this just kept changing. <laughs> and so we were working up literally until like the last day before her flight out because it was like, OK, is this going to feel comfortable? And then I actually took a pair of pants, uh, sequin pants and cut them into into shorts and I uh, hemmed them myself the day of because we, it was like, it's too hot. But yeah, it was like going to pour rain. It was going to be cold. And then it was like, no, actually, it's not going to do either of those things, but it's going to be really hot and really humid. <laughs> like just, you know, but like, yeah, New Orleans weather is like that. You yep. do not know yeah. until you get there. Mm-hmm. And for the most part, I got really lovely, you know, notes and things from people about that look. But I did have somebody come into my DMs being like, oh, I if you had let me know that you were looking for this, I would have made you this. And I was like, well. That's not on brief. Like that's <laughs> this wasn't. There's so much that goes into yeah, it. Yeah, you don't actually know what's going on. But thank you, you yeah. know. But and it's good to know that that's a resource, and that's how I try to take those things. But I was also yeah. just like, okay, you, you don't, yeah, you weren't here. You don't know from day one. You have no idea what happened <laughs> coming up to that look. No idea. Okay, thank you. There's um more. There's more news. Yeah. Um, I'm looking uh, up her uh, look. I want to see. Oh yeah. Okay. No, go ahead. Look. Um, that uh. I found interesting today more um, comedians doing dumb shit. I mean, uh, it's just like, does it ever end? Does it ever end? Does it? No, I don't no. think so. So, um, you know, um, uh, man about town, uh, you know, Oracle Adam Carolla. <laughs> Oracle life coach Adam life Carolla. Coach Oracle Adam Carolla <laughs> um, said something that I found very interesting, and people were there. So there's two things he said. 
on Fox, which we all know. Oh. Again, oracles. I like, Oracle. I was really just questioning in my head. I was like, where does Adam Crowley even show up anymore? That's on the Oracle station. On the Oracle station. <laughs> on the station of, <laughs> of the future. Oh, no. Yeah, on uh-huh. uh, Christ TV. So he was on, uh, and he said, um, so there's two parts to this. He said, because they were saying, he, he was saying, they're talking about AOC, and he said, would anyone actually listen to her if she was in her 60s and a fat woman, hmm. right? And then, but but to piggyback off of that, he didn't then did say, I don't like her opinions. She's stupid. No one would listen to her, <laughs> right? Which is like, okay, let's let's just, I just yeah. even wanted to put that in context, and I'm going to push that to the side to know, yes, he is a misogynist, stupid piece of shit. There yes. we go. So yeah. said. But the chunk where he said, would anyone listen to her if she was in her 60s and fat? is a hundred percent true and there's been a lot of people being like he's like they're ignoring that just yeah. being like he's a misogynistic fucking asshole and it's like nobody's actually saying a very true thing mm-hmm. right now is that if she was a fat woman and if she was older no one would listen to her absolutely oh yeah i i'm sorry i didn't talk over you no you didn't talk over me i was i was just i was, was really just, just like absolutely i was like yes <laughs> the end i think culturally we treat fat people as though they don't have authority or they can't have authority because, uh-huh. like, if you were a good leader, you would have led yourself into being skinny. Mm-hmm. Like, like there's, there's just no way you can be the same size as my mom, aunt, and family, and, uh-huh. like, and the people I love and my coworkers and anyone yeah. I've come in contact today. I have no. Yes, it just it's it's just so funny. But we we associate like thinness or average sizeness in women with trustworthiness because mm-hmm. i think there we, we've we allowed a lot more fat male leaders case in point ted cruz i mean ted, I'm, i mean let's I go down the list let's oh name all God. the chris Sal- Sal- christie king, king salamander ted cruz <laughs> yes. like, king blobfish i know i mean this is and it's a, there's there's like a little bit of irony of that coming from someone like adam carolla where yeah. i'm just like i mean yeah, you say that about six-year-old fat women, but clearly, like, ugly men can do just fine. Oh, oh yeah. Have you seen Joe Rogan's nipples? <laughs> Wait, did I send you that photo? What? I think I can't remember who sent it, but I reshared it, and I said, these cannot be these cannot be his nipples. Oh, and I don't believe in body God. shaming, but, uh, they're you know real. They're, they are the nipples of someone who does a lot of hormones. I will oh, say his nipples are ugly 70 no, times. They're long and, and weird. I'll they're say it 70 nips. times. You know, fuck them. <laughs> Joe Rogan is something I do want. To, we should talk about in a minute because because why not? Why not talk about him? Uh, um, you know what? I do want to say uh, I, I I just like cannot wait for the day where because today we'll have a conversation of saying fat people are the last group of people who uh, can be discriminated against and it's like okay, it's yeah. considered you know generally okay. I just am waiting for the day when it's like nipple shame is no longer like you know, we've reached that point of growth, you know? <laughs> All right. I got to look at these nips. I don't want to shame. <laughs> like, I'm not going to shame his nipples. He just says like nipples of someone who, who does H like human growth hormone. Did they used to be pierced? Like they're there's, they just keep going. He might've. Yeah, that could be. And I'm talking about the actual nipple y'all, not the areola. Like, no, the, like the actual the, nipple the is... part that points, like I would hate to see him in a regular shirt. Like that was, I mean, Good for him for having confidence. But let's get back to Adam Carolla. <laughs> okay. Because it's like he's not someone who's well known for being particularly attractive or fit or in shape. Oh, you mean the the creator of the man show? <laughs> <laughs> the less important creator of the man show? <laughs> <laughs> the one that didn't. 
That's very funny. The one that didn't um, uh, didn't grow as a human. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, he's not growing as a human, so he's growing his nipples. That's what we're saying. <laughs> no, 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 Adam Carolla. Oh, Adam Carolla. Sorry, I was still on Joe Because Kim- Kimmel is like Kimmel's like a you know he fucking gets it as much as he can and he tries. Yeah, I, I do think too, but I think he is oversimplifying Carolla when he's talking about AOC. I think he's oversimplifying what people will and won't support because I do think like she's got great ideas. And is bringing a lot of attention to really important issues. And yeah, I, I when he says nobody would care, I think I think I think sometimes people fucking tell on themselves because they're like, I wouldn't even I wouldn't pay, care. I wouldn't pay attention to anything she said. But I think I think that's also why that like that fucking I can't think of his name, but that senator who called her a bitch. And like I think so she really enrages people because there's this thing that happens with straight men where they're like. I want to fuck you mm. and you disagree with me. I fucking hate mm-hmm. it. I wish you were fat and ugly so I could say that about you. Yeah. Right. Now, now I have to criticize you for what you think. And that means I have to take responsibility for what I think. Yeah. And this has to stay intellectual because I can't make it about how you're unfuckable and old mm-hmm. because yep. you're pretty darn hot. You know, like, they do try yeah. though. I've definitely seen people like, like or they'll right go, she's people. a lesbian. Yeah. Right, or whatever. She's gay. Or like the people who call Ugh. um who call Vice President Harris uh, a whore. Like there's t-shirts that say get rid of Joe and the hoe. And I'm like, on what corner? Right. Where was like, you know what I mean? Like, where where is the veritable proof that she was a hoe? No, like, but where, like, like even though that's completely like the racism in that is so deep. It's Ugh. so deep. It's because she's a black woman that they right. wanna fuck. Correct. People get yeah. angry when people they wanna fuck. Are publicly having opinions they don't agree with. Yeah, mm. but, you know, like they just can't. Be- they're mad. They're mad. There's, uh, there's- I, okay, I tried ahead. to think of a right wing person who makes me mad for that specific reason. I can't come up that with you want to fuck. Yeah, no. who do I want to? No fuck? one wants to fuck any of them. No, I was just trying to think if there was anybody who I was like, God damn, I wish he wasn't. Name one but fuckable. Okay, Republican. there was one. one. Mo- there was one. There I think there was one. one. I got a quiet moment. Republicans. Right who had? Who had the beard? Uh, was it Ta- Ted Cruz? Not oh. Ted Cruz. <laughs> oh no! Uh, the who did all those that photo shoot of him with the muscles? Oh, Paul, uh, Paul Ryan. Paul was Ryan? Paul no, Ryan? he didn't have a beard though, but he did do like a sexy muscle shoot. There was someone who at one point grew a, mus- a beard, and I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> the number one, according to the internet, the number one most fuckable Republican is Laura Ingram. Oh no! <laughs> oh god. Honestly, does she look like? Do you think she fucks? I don't think she fucks. I've been thinking about it. I don't think she fucks. I I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like she she brings in a surrogate fucker. Maybe she's busy. You know? She's she's like I I don't have time. I want to take a nap. I don't have time for this. I have to. Yeah. I have to hate people. I, yeah, exactly. I mean, her it, pussy just closed up from all the just, hate. She just coughs a little dust. <laughs> And someone's gonna be like, "Tell these feminists we're talking about Warren's pussy. That's not very, you know, we're d- Democrat sounding of you guys fucking yeah. calling on a woman on our vagina. Not How very rude. open-minded or feminist." We said it. <laughs> That's what I love. I don't have to like all women. I didn't never said that. Yeah, yes. never said. That. It's just like I feel like the the thing, you know, and uh, and it's been on my mind lately too. It's just that the that fat people are the last group that we are all allowed to like yeah. openly hate mm-hmm. and be mean about. And I was like, you know, my peers post jokes about it and you know, and then you just got to sit and be like, okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. on a uh, so-and-so's video, I just posted no. So-and-so <laughs> I just was like, no, 
yeah. think it's because people believe that um, it's an equalizer because anyone can become fat. Yeah, mm-hmm. they think you can change. They think you can change it, and mm-hmm. that's the problem. Is like people like I don't think they'll ever believe it because there's too much money in it. But you have to believe that you cannot change your right. body size. I mean, you can, but it's like okay. So I was reading the study today, and this study always blows. It blows my mind, and I love it so much because of like the mental gymnastics you have to do. Okay. So the whole idea of does losing weight help with diabetes? Help manage your diabetes. So they did this study. It was a cohort study of like 3,600 people. Mm-hmm. And they were like, yes, losing weight does help manage your diabetes. However, we also found that the weight cycling that the obese patients went through um, made them uh, uh, higher their death rate, their, um, yeah. that yeah. they could die. Um, and then the next study is like, also weight cycling causes, like causes diabetes. diabetes. So it's like, (laughs) it's this never ending cycle of just like, um, yeah, it'll help, but she'll die. And the way that it will help will actually kill you as well. We'll cause the thing that we're trying to stop you. And it just never, it never ends. And it's just like, it's that shit where you're like, you got to convince people that there's just no way, but you can't, but you won't. So, so there's no argument you can make. If they don't believe the sky is blue, there's no argument you can make to tell them the sky is blue. Oh, yeah. I just think it's crazy because of the, the, you know, watching these clips where comics, like, just are super fat phobic and shitty. And you hear these crowds laughing. Mm. And it's just like, statistically speaking, 50% of you are fat. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, is is because everyone can distance themselves and going, well, I'm not as fat as the fattest person I can think of in my head Mm -hmm. who deserves to be laughed at. Yeah, I'm not that where people like they they create these hierarchies of like, well, I'm not that. Mm -hmm. So that's who they're talking about. Cognitive dissonance. Yeah, it's easy to do that. And, you know, it's, you know, when you're of a a marginalized group, you're not sitting there going, well, I'm gay, but I'm not the gayest person. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not as gay as what they're talking about. Like we have like every every other marginalized group has an allegiance. I don't go, oh, you, you mean like the black or black women? Like, no, I know, you know what I mean? But yeah. with, with fatness to, to and, that, and that's what I think, one thing I've noticed too is a lot of my friends who, or like former friends who've said fat phobic shitty things to me mm. will go, well, I don't really think of you as like that. Or yeah. you're like, you're barely fat. And it's like, no. Former friends, you say. Hmm. Yeah, because hmm. it's just, I just, I realized like it wasn't good for my peace. Yeah. And if you have friends who, I mean, I mean, if you're sitting there telling me like your worst fear in life is looking like me mm-hmm. or or looking like, you know, I'm like, I, I can't, if you're so much of your well-being is caught up in what you look like that like, I, I, I don't know. It's not good. It's yeah. not good. It's not. I mean, one of the most miserable people I've truly, and I know this is almost a stereotype at this point. But, like, one of the most miserable people I've ever met in my life was a woman who was a size two Mm -hmm. who complained that she felt she looked fat after eating an individual serving pack of seaweed snack. (laughs) And I was on set with her. She was was a total asshole. Everybody on the crew was like, just ignore her about literally everything. Skinny women will go underwater to be miserable. I mean... transcend what is food i know like if a fat woman is next to us i had a friend like this in college who was like this anytime someone was nice to me i I had this she was beautiful she was like the like crazy hot Mm -hmm. you know what i mean and so like didn't need to brush her hair i mean it was just like she just was beautiful in that kind of way and so uh but anytime a man was nice to me she would flip out she would flip out like if he was nice to me 
and wasn't paying attention to her for five minutes, it was like horrible for her. And that oh was the God. other thing is I think that like when you're when so much of your validation though comes from being like I'm the cute one in the room, I'm the hot one in the room or whatever, then to have that challenge just because someone paid attention to someone else like was just nice to me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, didn't just ignore me like they usually do. Um it was like uh, real offensive to her. It was it was she would get really weird. And, and the best part is there's no way she'll keep that. Because even true. if she maintains whatever body and whatever face, eventually she'll be old. That's true. And, yeah. and, and ageism comes for us all. Mm. So if you put so much of your stock in how you're perceived by mm-hmm. men or your mm-hmm. or your pretty privilege, you're going to lose it mm-hmm. at 28 or whatever weirdos like. Yeah. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like I yeah. think about uh, what's the senator? She's so great. She has the whiteboard. Uh, Katie Porter. Katie Porter. I looked. I just looked her up. And I was like, "What's her last name?" I love I just, Katie yeah. Porter, and the stuff she says is so smart. Mm-hmm. And she's so good, and she is in a larger body mm-hmm. and older. Mm-hmm. And it like I'm like she's probably of of like the senators, and also I'm learning about how like the Senate's kind of bullshit, and like we probably should get rid of Senate, anyways. But of all <laughs> of them, she's like she's saying the most and the most important stuff and i think that she doesn't get a paid attention to enough because of the way she looks i you know katie porter i'm like such a diehard katie porter fan yeah. like when i find I out that stand, there's a scandal about her it's gonna I be really simp hard for katie porter i will fucking never i will ne- these internet words i'm telling you I'm i can't i'm a simp stand it just sounds porter. so it sounds like a really dirty kink like a really like it involves Ooh. boogers or something i, like, I cannot be a simp oh, that no. was another one taken from it's so funny because the AAVE that becomes internet speak is always so fucking old. Oh. It's always like 20 plus years old. So like a simp is typically a man who um, it, usually it's kind of like you're simp because you're, simp you're simple. It's short for simple. Okay. You're simple you minded and you get exploited by a woman for money. Oh. And so and so like simping is like, oh man, you're over there simping for that girl, letting her use you, abuse you, this, that, and the other. And so it, it is just, a kink. A little bit. <laughs> yeah, you can be a simp kink. It doesn't and involve it, boogers though. <laughs> and now it's like, I'm a simp for blah blah. It's like anyone you just like kind of like or adore. I mean, it's so funny how it goes in this like big old circle. Yeah. Yeah. Like we stan mm. is like people are like a su- I think people think that means like a super fan, but that's like it actually it's a reference to the Eminem song. Stan? It's re- oh, it's referencing oh, like Stan? like a stalker? Yeah, like a stalker. Uh, yeah, like I'm crazy. I'll stan her. I'll stan the hell out Beyonce, of her. Because people would say, oh, a bunch of Beyonce stands. Like, I remember this on, like, oh. I, I remember this on the Bossip website, which is exactly what it sounds like, Black Gossip. Yeah. I and love they, Bossip. they were one of the first websites to coin this. So it's just so funny. And then something, it exists for so long that I, I see people using the phrase, and I know they, like, it's completely divorced from the me. And who knows? Yeah. In 10, 20 years, I'll be like, I have no idea what these words mean. I really yeah. Oh yeah, no that's wild to me. I did not know that that's what Stan. Because I would joke about that. I'd be like, "What is Stan about Eminem?" And apparently, the answer is yes. Yeah, yeah. I had no idea. <laughs> I just didn't want to use. I don't like that. I don't know. I just gone cold. I'm wondering why. At least that's um, my memory. Now, who knows? Yeah, maybe Eminem got that from something else, and that's just me and my. I just remember Bossip copying yeah. and saying that like crazy Beyonce super stands like. like <laughs> 
I used to read. But then it became a verb of like, I stand them. Yeah. And like, it's just. Yeah. By the way, I used to read Bossip like every day. You did? I loved Bossip. But I felt there was like a moment where I was like, I feel like this isn't, I'm not supposed to be. Like, you're just party. a voyeur. <laughs> like, I'm not at this. I, yeah, I felt you're weird. You're peeking through like the curtain. Like a weird little creeper. Like, oh. Behind the curtain. I used to love it. And then I was like, I'm not supposed to, I don't think I'm supposed to be here. This is not, I wasn't invited. I was go. still around. It was, I mean, I think it got replaced with the shade room, which yeah. is just a negativity pit. Mm. Lord have mercy. It's like, I saw the Shade Room uh, founder speak at the wing, which it feels oh, really, really, really <laughs> random. It'd be like someone yeah. who, cre- the, it didn't like a woman also create Reddit? Uh, uh, no, no, she didn't create it, but she was like one of the first people. But yeah. yeah, 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 sure. Being like, we're so happy that we bred 8chan and 4chan <laughs> yeah. and all the chans. All the chans. I feel like it's, a, it, I mean, it's amazing that there's a bullying-based economy. You yeah. Because like your whole job is just, because the shade room will be like half celebrity news, and then sometimes they literally will just post a random picture of a fat person enjoying themselves at a club and be like, Fellas, would you let your girl wear this? It is oh. the worst. It's so bad. Universal <laughs> groan. I mean, oh, it's so bad. It's oh. Terrible. See, that was me at the white party where I was like, "Uh oh, I'm definitely gonna get food on my. Just take the video now. <laughs> Just get the video for the five o'clock news where it's I, like, you know, my white party after dinner. Because I can't imagine, like, if I was at a white party, I'd request like mashed potatoes with white gravy. <laughs> A glass of Chardonnay. You won't be catching me. Give me that cauliflower. Like, <laughs> I, know, uh, I know. The only food is white food. No, thank you. Yeah, that makes sense. Vanilla ice cream for dessert. I mean, yeah. the white chili. Itself. Yes, Just white cauliflower rice. on the side. Yeah, yeah. That's it. I no, will tell you. you, man. the The menu was at this place was only. It was supposed to be very like geared towards a French palate, and I was like. Fuck, if I ate, I don't know how this is that French people are the tiniest people and we're over here. I'm like, I'm not eating foie gras every day. Like, what is happening? I think it's the GMOs and all the bullshit in our mm. American food. Yeah. 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 There's d- lots of stuff in our shit. Um, also, you know, they fuck a lot. So oh, wow. <laughs> I've, I've de- I did come back, though, feeling like I was like, I might be a French person on the inside. Like, I might be a little French lady. <laughs> On the little inside, there were there? like these really cute older French women just like dressed to the nines for the beach, but like effortlessly dressed to the nines. And I was just like, F- I love you. Like, just can I wish if everything you had came in my side I, size, I'd be wearing it right now. Like yeah. it was, ugh, ugh. Just like I was like, yeah, I I need to I need to move to France and I just really adopt this life. I appreciate tropical. effortless chic. I don't think I can pull. Mm-hmm. It. I'm I'm usually very high effort. High effort, <laughs> high effort chic. High yeah. effort chic. That's fine. That's fine. I mean, I think I am too. I also think that fat people typically have to be a little bit. If that's people, true. if other people are perceiving us as stylish, it usually is through because we put more yeah, effort into it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, we're like putting the effort in and have to look like we don't put the effort in. Well, and half the reason for that too is just because all of the like all the, that's what did I say that was really key in that? I was like, you know, if any of that stuff came in my size, I would be wearing all of that. This yeah. is how yeah. I would look too. So yeah, you know, that the is worst true. is when you go into like, oh my god, I hate when I go into some locally owned boutique 
and I walk in, realize they don't have my size, and try to get out. The other day, I was like <laughs> over by the bus bus, and then I went to look at some other places, and immediately I look. The largest size they have is a twelve. Okay, bye, peace. No, 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 no. It's really stretchy, no. ma'am, no. ma'am. That's a sketch. <laughs> when they're just like, they're, come back. No, it's so stretchy. <laughs> I did. I went into like some some like local owned places. I was like, do you have anything over like a fourteen? And they look at you and give you that look of like, um. I mean, like yeah. some stuff goes up to an XL, but like it might, it might fit, you know, it's yeah. just, I don't know. Do you want to, tr- you can try, but please don't try. Anything yeah. I wish they put their sizes on the window, like how a restaurant has like, you know, yes. so you can just like walk past it. Honestly, Google should add that when, cause you know, when you're looking at a restaurant, you can see dollar signs. Yeah. If I see like sizes zero to L, I go, okay, cool. I've been thinking, yeah. you know, you just reminded me that I had been thinking about doing a little, like, maybe a video series or something. I don't know what yet. Or, like, a blog. I don't know. Am I, or do we do blogs anymore? Is that a thing? Vlog. But a vlog. Yeah, yeah. But just, like, a little shopping guide that's literally like, hey, there's this boutique in this this town that carries 4X or whatever. Just so that people could, because I literally. That's a TikTok series right there. And that's it what is. I was thinking. Well, because I went to, I, I like to be that bitch now because I'm a stylist and I feel like I have like the tiniest bit of like, uh, you know, a single grain of rice cred that I can walk into a place and be like, oh, I'm a celebrity stylist. Yeah. Um, I'm just here to see what your size range is. Yeah. And like just be kind of like a little bit like put. I like to say it with a tone that's putting them on their heels a little bit. Yeah. Um, but like other, for example, but there are things where like there's places in L.A. L.A. is actually like a really great place to be fat and fashionable, like compared to other places. I, I find that. I mean, like just having that cool resale shop that has like current yeah. stuff. Yeah. Uh, shout out to the Plus Bus where you can like walk in and try on things like right. it's nice, you know. Mm-hmm. Right. And when, you know really good i will say what gets on my nerves though is the websites buy online where it'll say like sizes like zero through 4x and then like when you do the filter oh yeah it goes from 1200 (laughs) options to three yeah and you're like you don't have this i know it's really true i mean that happens all the time or it'll be like we go to it but we never actually have it in stock yeah we had three of those of that caftan and it doesn't exist anymore but you know uh other wild is a store here on vermont and they have arq um, underwear and bralettes that go up to I think five X. Ooh, yeah, and on the rack, you can go in and buy underwear in your size, off a rack. That like, is that's nice. Not at and a, bras and bra. Well, they're bralettes, but mm. yeah, they're not bra. They're not bras. <laughs> I can't really get with a bralette. I know. I love a bra. I love to. I love to like cosplay a small titty person <laughs> and wear. I could do it. I mean, one tit would be okay. The other one would be like (laughs) going somewhere else. Hello. I know. I call that like at the end of the day when you take your bra off and your boobs go off to the side. I'm like, they're done talking to each other for the day. So yesterday I picked her up from the airport and with your with your friend and they were like, oh, we got this. What was the dust? Oh, bus dust. Bus dust to help with like boob sweat. Mm-hmm. And they're like, do you want some, Jenny? And I was like, I don't know. I don't know that life. <laughs> I don't know sweet life. I knew it was soon as she asked it because you and her actually have like the same size titties, which is why she was offering she's it She's like, you. I don't need this shit. She, I don't, she's on the same boat. She's in the same boat. I'm like, give me all the bus dust. Give me all the mega babe. That's for chafing for yes, anybody who doesn't know. I have the deodorant and the thigh one, the thigh rescue thing. Let me tell you, this This is what makes the uh 
plus size retreat so great mm-hmm. is that the so the retreat was called the retreat the life love retreat from Sarah Sapora and it I feel like I have to say I know retreat I know and and she knows it too but she's like no it, it's a retreat it's a vacation retreat but but sponsored by Mega Babe and and Bust Dust. Oh, that's fun. Right? So yeah. we got our little like gift bags when we first got there, like a little beach tote that had like our notebook with all the work we were going to do on ourselves and then also uh, a whole thing of Mega Babe and Bust Dust. <laughs> Jenny, do you remember that time we were in the hotel in San Antonio and we accidentally switched bras? Do you remember? <laughs> <laughs> How was that experience? <laughs> So, like, again, there's only so many stores <laughs> plus size people can shop in. Right. And we had the exact same, like, black balconette ball. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. And, and we, like, in both, like, thrown it in the corner. And I think I, I think I put yours on. And you were like, that's definitely not your bra. And you were like, what? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. I will I say, okay, that. I know I, I actually got these new bras from Target. Yeah. That are plus size. Mm-hmm. They, my tits have never looked more beautiful. Ooh. Well, what brand is it? Oh, it's just an A. I okay. forget. I'm not wearing it right now. I'm wearing a sports bra. I so, heard a rumor. so good. I heard a rumor that Target is carrying curvy couture now, which would be great. Ooh, what's mm. curvy couture? I'm wearing curvy couture right now. I know. I was noticing this like really cute, like bondage style. Yeah, a little Can't do that bra. with my titties either. Yes, you can. <laughs> no, they, they lo- they're loose. <laughs> no. Yes. No, I've, no, there's that Illumi, Illumi bra that had the strappies on it. It didn't look have, great no, on there was you. no Illumi that had strappies on it. Yes, there You're was. imagining. Yes, I am. <laughs> I'm just fantasizing I about it. The strappies. That's that's fucking cute. I like that. I'm fantasizing yeah, about I your strappies. I never wore those because they just they just kind of are loose. Oh, this one. I, yeah, I have the other one. I have is they get pretty loose. Though. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. So I'm telling you, just there's no support for fat chicks with tiny titties. It doesn't I'm exist. Sorry. No one out here for this 14 year old boy, boy to swim pool party body shape. <laughs> But you I know, love you t- know the shape I'm talking about. I and love that's your titties. My body sh- <laughs> <laughs> Just an awkward boy at the pool party, finally brave enough to take his shirt. <laughs> I really want you to hook up with a dude who's dude, got the same like fucking thing, though. big Jay Okerson has this joke about it where he's like, he's like, man, I love curvy girls, but the ones with tiny titties, it looks like he's like he's saying the joke that he was walking, he was hooking up with this girl. She was plus size, had tiny tits, and he was walking towards her, and he was like, "I thought I was walking towards a mirror." <laughs> oh no! And I was like, "That is so real." <laughs> it was. I felt it so deep in my heart. I think Vanessa Gonzalez had this bit where, like, she was talking about somebody. Leaving I love a comment. her. She's, She's so, so good. Funny, and she was talking about someone leaving a comment, like being like why are you fat but you don't have big titties and she was like i don't know either (laughs) (laughs) it's true it's it's our night it's our nightmare it's like i'm sorry it's like uh we're part of the curvy community but they they have to like have an asterisk for us like like a yeah or it's Mm. like um these results are not (laughs) (laughs) results not typical (laughs) because we're not all hourglassy and that's how i feel about my butt which is why i'm obsessed with i don't do y'all have sponsors yet 
No. no. Hi, Eloquy. My name is Jasmine Ellis. <laughs> <laughs> I would like more of your Gina Fit jeans. If you guys, Eloquy has these jeans that are like specifically made for people who have like a little bit more in the front, like tummy, mm-hmm. like I more like jeans. more tummy than butt. And mm-hmm. I like for the first time in my life, I have jeans that stay up and I'm so yes. happy. I love that. I got these like high waisted ones, the buttons, and it's just, I can sit. They're comfortable. It's, yes. They're not sagging in the back because I'm just like, I have big thighs, but I'm more. I'm more tummy heavy than butt heavy, and I'm yeah. just, I don't know, it's just where the fat wants to go. Yeah. And it just I let it do its thing. <laughs> I just did an interview yesterday with a person from a show, TV show, but it's not a TV show. It's their website. Anyway, it was really exciting that I was like, oh, it's for the website. That's cool. That's cool, too. Um, About jeans, about plus size jeans. And that's mm-hmm. one of the things that was my tip was like, don't get something that only is comfortable when you stand up. Yeah. <laughs> like, get something that's comfortable yes. when you sit down, especially for plus size bodies, because we spread out and it's just like so yeah. uncomfortable when you get something that's like too tight in the waist or too tight in the hips or whatever i always felt like for me jean shopping is is still a nightmare because i carry it doesn't it really literally doesn't matter what weight i am all of my weight all of the weight in the world exists in my thighs mm. and uh they don't know how to do that they don't know how to deal with that i have short little tree trunks so <laughs> You know, that's a hard thing. It's like and and so I have like a somebody was somebody was not arguing with me, but they were like, oh, you're really more of an hourglass shape. I was like, yeah, I'm actually a pear shape. It's just that I have big titties, but like it's a smaller frame. So if you look at my measurements, it's anyway, it's like in proportion to each other. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. So I'm definitely like they they there is, I think, a lot more work that could be done for pear shapes. I think there's a lot more work that could be done for more apple shapes. Mm-hmm. I think there are more shapes that we're not addressing at all. Yeah. You know, like it's, there's still a long way we to go. Let's go with back this to the time where we had tailors. We had every I, piece was custom I'm telling made. You, yes. I'm telling you, I'm actually really into that. Like we've got uh, Matrushka here in Silver Lake. We'll do mm-hmm. custom stuff and like that's. That's like is that the name of those, those Russian nesting dolls? It's Matryoshka. Oh, oh she you. got so Russian. She, she did. Said, Who's turned on? Matryoshka. I'm turned on. <laughs> My linky Matryoshka. Oh. It's tiny Matryoshka. Will you just like say mean things to me right now? You have to buy mites. What? I like, go fuck your mom. My linky PC, and I think that's tiny penis. Wait, my link, my link, or my link. I don't remember. It's feminine genders, whatever. Yeah. So I'm at a tiny wiener. Oh, I love it. That was beautiful. <laughs> it was beautiful. <laughs> Dorik, Dorik is stupid. So Jasmine, what is it going to take for you? Not to shift gears completely, but what is it going to take for you to love LA? Um, to get a part that pays well. Mm. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh, I feel like my loving of a city shouldn't be conditioned. But like, yes, I want to be comfortable. And yeah. fulfilled in my career, and I do not feel those things I think, right now. I think, well, I think the career fulfillment is what would help you, at least, and also to the not the the stress, the yeah, less yeah. stress. Oh my gosh! But you guys, I mean, for those of you listening, I'm I'm doing great, and I'm fabulous, and hilarious, and amazing. And you should look at all the things I'm doing online; they're great. Uh, but like, it's true. I want I I need I want I really really am asking the universe or time or whatever to bring me something good to do here. Yeah. So I feel like I have a reason for being here you know have you yeah. done any modeling yet no what are you, i'm short you? i'm five three and a half so what oh yeah. you i mean the plus bus does like models yeah oh, yeah there i did a photo shoot with that that photo you got me of me <laughs> was from a photo shoot i did with them 
They probably thought I was insane. I was like, that's my friend. Can I have that? <laughs> they put me on there. Apparently, I'm on their um, like discount cards. Oh, look at you. Yeah, me and my Bridgerton outfit. Your discount. That's Your a good discount Bridgerton queen. outfit. Oh. I, I would love that. That would be very cool. I'm like, I, I applied for like maybe 20 background actor parts yesterday. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, put me in something. Yeah. No, I think you should do some modeling. I think. How would I even get started? What's your oh. advice for, for short uh, middle-aged plus size not middle-aged uh, you're not middle-aged <laughs> but um the first well I don't know I'm not an expert at this but I mean I'm not a model but like I think the main thing is start taking pictures uh, that are model-esque right I mean that's really literally how it looks because we're always looking for people that's true like I'm always scouting for people Peridot robes she's always looking for people to wear her stuff she would love you oh that'd be cool yeah Marina Hayes so is it like a widow's robe Oh, the widow, you know the widow robes. They're like the big robes with the oh, fur and stuff. No, 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 no. It's they're, they're robes, like they're legit robes, yeah. robe robes, but like knit jersey or yeah. whatever. Oh. But they're beautiful. But like, um, and also mostly like just like really comfy. Yeah. What do you um, have on TikTok right now? What's your followers? Yeah. Uh, Fifty-six thousand. I mean, that's I mean, you should be like telling yeah. people like, hey, I need to be more consistent. I I had ideas, and I, I this is what happens is like. When, I, when things are going good for me, the ideas are just flowing and everything's yeah. fun. But then, like, when I'm in a bad place, I'm like, you need to have an idea. You mean and then nothing life, comes to me. When life happens to you. Yes. Right. When I'm in a good mood, things are great. When I mean, I'm in a bad mood, things are real bad. Right. <laughs> I think the hard thing with this is just like, with, with whether it's modeling or whatever, is it does end up being that thing where you kind of have to make the steam for yourself. Like, you have to, you have to like put a shoot together for mm-hmm. yourself. Like, get a photographer together, get hair and makeup or whatever, and do that. You do your own hair and makeup. Yeah. I do, I do. That is so interesting. That is, and that is one thing I really admire about people who've been here for a while is the idea of like, everyone's a self starter. Every mm-hmm. do, everyone's like, I got an idea, I do. Everyone does a little bit of everything. Like, I have yeah. never met. Like when you're outside of LA, people don't call themselves a comedian because they went to one open mic. But here, <laughs> here people yeah. went. Well, they're like, oh, I tell people. People ask what I do. I say I'm a comedian. They're like, oh, okay, cool. And then I go, yeah, I've been doing it for about eight years, and I tour. And they're like, oh, like is like, yeah. oh, it's your job. No, it's your job. <laughs> and I, I admire that. I mean, yeah. I did one time wear some clothes for you for your uh, reselling boutique. Yeah, so I guess I, I think did I a stole all of them. You did. Yeah, I think all those. Hey, you, didn't, you didn't pay me for that, did you? I oh, I didn't. Uh-oh. I don't think you asked to be. Paid I didn't ask for to be. Paid. <laughs> Ethical fashion issue right here. Number one. Uh, did we order Thai food? I think I, I think I might I have paid you. for the Thai. Yeah. yeah, I got paid in pad Thai. It was solid. <laughs> Honestly, getting paid in pad Thai is not a bad day. I mean, it's fair. a good day for me. Honestly, I wouldn't even be mad if that's how it worked out for me. If I just got like small increments of, you know. Drunken noodles. Yeah. Like, oh my god, I love drunken yes. noodles. Actually, guys, I do want to stop because I am hungry. Okay. Okay. <laughs> that's a great place to stop. I said this is that Jasmine. feels on brand. Where can I find? Where can we find you? I am on all the things at Jasmine Ellis Comedy, just like it sounds. But remember, there's an E after Jasmine, so Jasmine Ellis Comedy. I have a um, a podcast that's on hiatus right now called Rhythm and Bay that you can find on Spotify, Apple Music, and everywhere you listen to podcasts. And um, I also have a new special out called Nobody's Queen hey. that is streaming on. Amazon and it's also uh, on, the, on the Dry Bar Comedy app so check it out. 
You are yeah. my queen now. Sorry. <laughs> Thank She's you. She's a liar now. Oh. You're great. She's my queen. I'm on Jenny Zagrino, uh, everything except TikTok, which is Jenny Zagrino comedy. I'm style ethic on everything. Um, and I, you should be watching Drag Race right now because you're going to see one of my looks. Yes. Two of my looks. Who's, Two wearing, looks. who's wearing your look? Dulce. Ooh. Ooh, I don't know if I was supposed to say that. Uh, Sorry. It's Oops. on IMDb. It's fine. Um, also, though, uh, if you are in the high desert area, maybe you're, you're in Joshua Tree having a good time. Um, Jasmine and I will be doing a show, Kitchen Comedy 29, on uh, February 24th. Woo woo. Super fun. Hey. Um, all the infos on the on all the stuff. So come to that. Love it. And yeah. Yay. I'm excited. I haven't been to the desert before. I'm looking oh, forward to it. Oh, you're gonna love it. You bring your husband? Yeah. yeah. So. You're gonna feel yeah. so free. And all of his sunscreen. And we have a hot tub. <laughs> so bring your bathing suit. Okay. But not tub. not if you're listening, you're not invited to You're the not hot invited tub. to the hot tub. <laughs> the fuck off yeah. my property. Okay, <laughs> bye. Bye. Body. Positive. Body. Positive. 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 Positive.